home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. This episode, we're going to walk through some house plans. I've got some varying opinions on different different types of house plans and where they come from. For us as a custom builder, uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to look at the online plans and and detail a build and get all of the specifications for that build done to a T because a lot of the times when you buy the online plans, yes, they come with multiple detailed layers sometimes, but they're not exact and also they're they're generic to the plan. Um they're not custom to your house and your design and your needs. So what I end up doing a lot of times is I will reference that floor plan, but we have a local guy that will redesign and redraw the house how you want it make your changes and then he does 3d modeling as well and what he really does a good job at is making sure that all of the allowance schedules like your cabinets your doors they're all included in that set of plans so you have very detailed specifications i can't emphasize enough how important it is um, to use an architect that can give you very detailed specifications on your plans. So don't just get the floor plan and not have elevation drawings for the interior. And sometimes you will get just engineered plans that do not do justice to the detailed specifications for the interior of the house. And and so it can get out of whack if your builder is just happened to go off of the conversations that you have during the meeting and he doesn't have a visual. So it's important to have somebody draw plans that have detailed schedules and that you kind of try to be as exact as you can. It's not a perfect system. So when you're looking at house plans, I know our guy will go will go back and forth with the client and actually make the changes they want before he finalizes the plans. And once he finalizes the detailed plans, we have the majority of information that we need to be able to give you a number to build your house. So for us, the best bidding on house plans comes by using our own guy. And I'm sure most builders will tell you that they have a preferred architect or engineer that they work with because 
they want the best build. They want the best workflow. And if there are changes, they can call their person more easily than they can if they have to use online plans. And so modifying those plans aren't always the easiest. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. All right, we're going to jump right back in. And as promised, we've got Pete with us here today. We just wanted to talk about some of the, uh, we've got three builds going on and we wanted to talk through some of the hiccups, hurdles, uh, and some of the stuff that has been beneficial for us uh, during each build. Each build is different, different location. We've got a construction superintendent that goes around checking on the job sites and we've got multiple crews, different types of trades in each one of the builds. But uh, in specific, we want to talk about the some of the delays we've had on one of our larger builds and what trickle effect it caused. So one simple delay, and let's kind of jump right in. We're, we're doing a large farmhouse in uh, Alberta, small town here. And the uh, it, it's on a hill. It's on a really steep hill. So the back of the house is 15 block high, right? Um, and so we're to a point where we want the electrical company to come and turn on power, permanent power for the house. So tell us what happened the day that the uh, electrical engineer showed up. So they come out there to inspect for the permanent power going from the temporary pole and the location where the electrician had put the uh, electrical um, boxes was to the left of the garage, which at the time was about 10 feet above. Above the, the, the current slope of the, of the hill. And uh, per code, they cannot hook that up because they have to be at an eye level where they can access that panel. Yeah. So that created a, de- a delay. We had to come in there with some kind of a temporary... Uh, structure or uh, we ended up bringing in dirt actually to build up a pad in order to create uh, a, a walking surface right. right so they could so, they so could the electric company it. could come and walk up to the meter and, and look at it, it and correct. access it and be able to service it uh, read it adjust it and and basically um, inspect it yeah and uh, <clears throat> until we got that we were Basically, out of delay, they could not hook the permanent power to the pole on the street. So, so let's talk about the trickle effect and and the other delays that occurred because of that. So, us not being able to apply power where we are in the build, we are ready to do a lot of the interior work, right? Correct. Lay floors, install cabinets, uh, and, and and you need condition space for this. Correct. Okay. So let's talk about how that kind of unfolded. How long did it take for us to build the surface? We got that done got maybe that the next in, day? Yeah. It took, the whole process probably cost us about a little over a week worth of working days. Yeah. Uh, and there were other things we could do in that time frame. However, what we were looking for for that interior was um, <clears throat> we ended up, uh, customer had selected V-Groove ceilings. We installed those. Uh, V-Groove was, once that was installed, we were ready to turn the air conditioner on. Air conditioner, yeah. we had to have power. Power, we requested, ended up coming out. We couldn't get them turned on because of that. So 
That created a delay, bumped us to the back of the schedule, per se, for a couple of days once we got the pad. Um, but that delayed the air conditioner being turned on. Yeah. Which delayed and, the acclimation, which delayed our ability to go ahead and lay flooring, uh, cabinet doors, and stuff like that. So we, it cost us probably about a week's worth of time. There. And, and not only that, but like with the cabinet specifically, you want the, again, the interior to be... You know, you want to be dried in and you really want it to be heated and cooled, right? Conditioned Correct. space. But um, during all of the chaos of the electrical situation, we had already been told by the custom cabinet company, right? Correct. We were given a date and then they called us and said, oh, wait, it'll be six weeks later, right? Correct. So middle of September. Mm-hmm. And then... August, I don't know, August 21st, let's just say, they called and said, hey, we'll have your cabinets there next week. So we were kind of nonchalant about the power (laughs) and condition space because we thought we were going to get to the middle of September and be okay, but all of a sudden they're ready to drop them off. And when the cabinet company is ready to drop off the cabinets, you have to accommodate them being ready for that. Correct. Um, And so now you've got cabinets sitting in a house that's unconditioned. And again, we're ready to install. Like we're really ready to go at this point. Yeah, we were actually waiting for the cabinets in order to do the flooring because you do want to go around the cabinets on that. That's right. So we were basically planning around that time frame. And then it basically got bumped up four weeks. Not only that, but like um, such a large build where there were some pre-construction delays for the homeowner. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they had dropped some dirt on the land and the dirt wasn't supposed to be there. And that caused months of delays. So the homeowner is in a crunch, right? Because we're reaching the end of the loan life and the bank is ready. and, And we're to a point where we're now we can accommodate that, but when you have so many unknown delays and it doesn't matter, you can, we've built houses in as little as seven months. Um, we're on track to do one in six months and you know, it's almost takes the, the perfect scenarios for everything to work out, but that is, that is not the standard, right? You're always going to have something that comes up, whether yeah. it's permitting or land use or during the build or subs, you know, th- there's always yeah. something. Delays on inspections, you know, you're at the mercy of the guys coming out there. And that, and that kind of what fell in with the with the power was um, trying to get the because he had to come back out and inspect it, make sure yes. it was. So you're dealing with an engineer with an electrical company, and getting him out there, yeah, was half the battle. So, so our our <clears throat> lesson learned in that though was the fact that. You know, one of the other things we failed to mention was the homeowner was responsible for they were going to build uh, a retaining wall in the back. And, you know, they had kind of held off on doing that. Well, now all of a sudden we had to get that done and, you know, to build up the driveway for a permanent solution to be in eye level with that with that meter. Right. We had to build up. The ground, the foundation, the site, um, and they needed a retaining wall in the back uh, for a pool and other purposes. So all of that stuff had to get done in just a short window. I mean, we made it happen, and the contractor who did the retaining wall and built up had made it happen, right? We had our guy come out the next day. But like you said, we're at the back of the line at the mercy of 
the power company yep. and the, the power company's engineer to make sure everything was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, <clears throat> so, you know, just looking at a lesson learned for future and for, for everybody watching, you know, that's something that completely caught us off guard because that meter was nine foot high, right? We just weren't even thinking about that. And that yeah. just comes with experience. And we're not, we're not too prideful to expose some of the things we don't know until the scenario happens. Yep. Um, and it could be different with another power company too. There's several of them in the area. So yeah. the other, and then you can't get mad. Yeah. You can't, you can't. So there are only a couple of uh, power companies in, in our area in the mm-hmm. County. And the last thing you want to do is aggravate or push right. too hard for the power company's engineer. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. Yeah. So, okay. So there you go. Um, And then how does that allowance work? So for you as the interior designer, what is your, what is your role and job into with that allowance? Well, ideally you always want to stay within their allowances because that's within their budget. Yeah. Because they wouldn't approve the estimate if that wasn't improved. And how do we we get our budgets? And we don't typically arbitrarily come up with numbers, right? We have a good, better, best, which is based on averages. But like, you really do meet and talk to them to kind of get an idea. Okay. And I can, and thankfully, I'm able to pick up on that pretty soon because then I'm not shooting them. Like I've said before in other podcasts, I like to give them two or three choices. But the more that I'm working with them, I'll usually just send them one, and they're like, I'm good. Yeah, you start to so you okay. just start to know their their style and they, like you don't have to really and overwhelm you, them anymore with choices. And I, and I know you have, but I'll ask this for the audience: Have you gotten to a point in in some builds or some projects where they are just allowing you time after time to just make selections? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, Which is it's, good. It's that means place. you have picked up on their sense of style. Right. Mm-hmm. You get the vision, right? Well, and um, I think it comes to that relationship of trust too. They know I'm not going to just be shooting them some because right. I like to read my reviews and I like to give them good quality. Yeah. So and you do, and you care about that. So, and you you've told yeah. me time after time that a lot of the because this is a, a it is a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not a single transaction. And I'll give right? my heads up too. Like if something does, if I know that they're kind of like, oh, Christy, that I don't want to go cheap. You know, like if it yeah. is a lower price, I do want them to understand. Like this is why that was chosen. Or or now it, it could be the other way too, right? Right. right. If it's a more expensive, and but then you, I have to explain why that is. Got you. So, yeah. yeah, So you may offer them a lower price, but it goes with the vision or a higher price based on the vision, Mm -hmm. but you understand their vision. And, uh, so that's awesome. I think more experienced, uh, designers work well Mm -hmm. like that and can come up with, pick up on the client's sense of style and help them with the vision. And it makes the process faster. Right. I mean, there's nowhere. So you're trying to keep them on, on budget. They have Mm -hmm. a target budget and your job is to help them make selections that, so what is more important or how does it end up playing out keeping the style intact or the budget intact? I mean, you can do both. It's very hard, Mm -hmm. but do you ever see some push and pull between the two? 
Um, a little bit, like especially towards the end of a job um, when they're really kind of starting to count their pennies. Yeah, and it, it seems it, like that. It, every every at the end of every large job, yeah. that's when the crunch happens, yeah. right? And that's when I think they'll be more inclined to just compromise. Sure. Or is like, well, it doesn't matter if it doesn't completely go with the style. That wouldn't have been my first choice, right? But if that's where it is, and it keeps us within our, but you know. But can you, so if you pick up on their sense of style early enough, mm-hmm. can, can you help balance both to where it's not yeah. crunch mode at the end? I think Cause so. you're, you're, you're really nursing that, right. that balance, that relationship all right. the way through. Right. Okay. And so sometimes you have- my job kind of takes, <laughs> sadly, no offense to the construction side, Oh, but all those like <laughs> unexpected you know, like the termite damage and yes. stuff. You know, the, those so, are very costly that's repairs. So and that's and those are safety or must-haves, right? right? So then, so then there's my like... My allowances might end up having to get eaten into... Or they might compromise more. And ha- and there's no way to prepare every time because me, me and Pete were just doing um, an episode and, and talking about it's inevitable that we're going to have delays. Like, you know, um, we, yeah. we talked through yeah. the Dickey build and the electrical company coming out and stuff but like it's the same thing Mm -hmm. on any construct when you're in construction and involved in the construction process you never know what's behind the wall right and a lot of times that does unfortunately happen where you have to give them an alternative Mm -hmm. solution based Mm -hmm. on budget yeah right now i have seen stuff that you you wouldn't think was cheaper or less expensive so there are ways to make it work right right? right. there are ways and uh for anybody watching there are ways to do these things but friendly right right? you can get the look that you want Uh, even sometimes now do you ever use what we call big box stores uh like home depot lows and stuff well and i think i talked about that on another podcast too where like after covid I mean, you can go now to like Walmart.com. They're pretty much selling everything Amazon yeah. selling. Oh, really? Yeah. I, and, and I don't know. This and thing, the other, because I I do because especially if it's a product that's low in inventory, I'll start shopping around whatever. And Amira <laughs> that I'm actually looking at was on Kroger.com of all places. Kroger like Kroger, the grocery like the grocery store. store. Really. <laughs> so now Kroger's like Amazon. So yeah, I just feel you- like everyone's branching out to this. Worldwide web shopping experience. Yeah. Even if it's well, it's and, just crazy. and you hit on it a little bit last time, but like the product is the same product. It, it's just you being. You just have to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you now can, you can find it somewhere. Right. Okay. And then that's where, you know, the budget thing kicks in. We use Wayfair as well. Wayfair, um, Amazon, um, Kroger now. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Well, I, didn't I guess sign Kroger is now in, in, the, in the business. And why not, though? I mean, but if. You know, at that point, I think it's about shipping and logistics. Right, and if right. they can get it and yeah. sell it and make money, they will. Yeah. Um, okay. And then- Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.